Section 7 of the National Geographic Magazine, Volume 9, May 1898. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Asha. Trade of the United States with Cuba by John Hyde. The trade of the United States with Cuba reached its high watermark in 1892 to 1893, when it amounted to 102864204 dollars, the ratio of imports to exports being approximately as 10 to 3. This total was almost equal to that of our entire Asiatic trade, was nearly four times that of our trade with China or Japan, and 13 times that of our trade with Russia, while it even exceeded the grand total of that with Austria-Hungary, Russia, Sweden, and Norway, Denmark, Turkey, Greece, Italy, Switzerland, and Portugal combined. Nor does this contrast derive its strength mainly from the largeness of the imports. The exports themselves, products of our own country, were nearly twice as great in point of value as our exports to Italy, over three times as great as those to China and Japan combined, nearly six times as great as those to Sweden and Norway, and over ten times as great as those to Russia. They amounted to almost half as much again as our total exports to Asia, and even exceeded our total exports to South America, exclusive of Brazil. So much for the aggregate. What of the different items of which it is composed? These may be considered in detail if presented in tabular form, and the accompanying tables will accordingly show the principal imports into the United States from Cuba and the principal exports of domestic merchandise from the United States to that island for the 10 years ending June 30, 1897. The principal article imported is sugar, the largest importation of which was in the fiscal year 1893 to 1894, when it amounted to 949,778 tons of 2,240 pounds or over 1 million tons of 2,000 pounds. This was equivalent to 30 pounds or more per capita of our population and constituted about one-half of our total consumption. The next item in importance is tobacco, the imports of which reached their highest figures in 1895 to 1896, when they amounted in point of value to considerably more than one-third of the total value of our own tobacco crop. The only other class of imports that calls for special mention consists of fruit and vegetables, which had a value in 1892 to 1893 of nearly two and one-half million dollars. The principal articles of export are, as will be seen from the table, meats, breadstuffs, and manufactured goods, the trade in all of which articles was rapidly assuming very large dimensions at the outbreak of the insurrection. Coal, coke, and oils were also exported in considerable quantities. Indeed, so diversified were our exports that there is no considerable section of the entire country that was not to a greater or less degree benefited by the market for our agricultural, mineral, and manufactured products that existed in Cuba. Between 1893 to 1894 and 1896 to 1897, however, 
our imports from Cuba suffered a decline of 75.7%, and our exports to the island a decline of 61.7%, the imports being reduced to less than one-fourth and the exports to little more than one-third of their previous volume. During the first year of the insurrection, our trade fell off over $30 million, during the second year a further sum of $18 million, and during the third year, a still further sum of $21 million, making a total decline of $69 million in the annual value of our foreign trade and of a branch of it, moreover, that is carried almost entirely in American bottoms. Is it any wonder that, entirely aside from the humanitarian considerations that have prompted the United States government to seek to put an end to the unfortunate conditions so long prevailing in the island, some justification for such intervention should have been found in the well-nigh total paralysis of our commercial relations with that once extensive and profitable market. End of section 7. Recording by Asha.